This is Craftolytical, and I'm your host, Andy. It's September. It's the middle of September. And I don't know if there was something in the air last week, but it all went to pot for nearly everyone I know. Last week was a terrible week. Mental health is at an all-time low for so many people that I love and care about. And it's hard, so hard to watch people struggle. My week was not great. And I still tried to show up for those I love. Because I don't want anyone else to sink into a place that I know I've been and I've seen other people in last week. We lost a friend and it was a tragic, sad end. It was unexpected, it was a shock and it was and always will be painful. I didn't know them as well as other people did, um, but it still really affected me because there was so much about this person that I loved and respected and admired. So many things happened last week that I'm struggling to remember all of them. There were lots of little things like my favourite necklace being broken or covering myself in a cup of coffee that just seemed like one thing too many. And it just kept coming last week. And I know I'm not alone. And I'm not kidding when I say, was there something in the air? There was something that happened last week that affected everyone. And I don't know how to deal with that other than to use today to check in with myself. How am I doing mentally? Have that conversation. What did I learn last week that I can bring into this week and the future to maybe move forward and make positive change? As a mental health mentor, I work with people one-on-one or in a group to help them find their purpose, what they're meant to be doing, what is going to bring them joy, how to set small goals, achievable goals to affect positive change on their life. It is so important that we check in with ourselves and we work towards those positive changes Because if we don't, it's really easy to circle ourselves into a very dark place. I've spoken on this podcast before about dark places and reaching out for help. Making that phone call, getting in touch with a friend in your darkest moment can be one of the hardest things anyone can ever face. But it's the bravest. Reaching out to your local mental health services, reaching out to charities and crisis centres, and you'll always find some contact details for the US and UK in my descriptions because you matter. Reaching out to those people is the bravest thing you can do. Like 
an addiction, admitting that there's a problem is the only way to move forward and change things that are making you miserable. You have that power. You have the answers. You just don't trust yourself to give those answers to you. Think of it this way. There are people in your life that will be there for you. If it's calling Samaritans, phoning a friend, reaching out to a loved one and saying, I'm struggling, those people will help you navigate that. You also have people like me. I'm not a trained medical health professional, but I have so much lived experience with mental health, with helping others in crisis. You can reach out to me. I run a two-hour getting to know you session where we meet online and we talk about where you're at and where you want to be. We see whether we're compatible and if we're not I will help you find the services you need and if we are we then set a plan. How are we going to work together to give you the skills to achieve what is really going to make your life better? How do we set those goals and reach them? How do we have accountability and control? How do we learn to accept that we can only change our own behavior and not other people's? Or accept the things that are outside of our control and concentrate on the things that we need to concentrate on? Over the weekend, I worked with people who were in desperate need It's a sad situation for everyone involved, but we made some amazing progress just opening up and talking it through. Setting up immediate goals, aims for the next few hours or the following day and concentrating on just the moment as much as possible until mentally they are ready to take on the next few days or the next week or the next few weeks. It doesn't have to be a big lifelong goal just yet. You can have that in your mind, but keep focusing on the achievable goals. Set yourself up for success by making those things bite-sized chunks that you can achieve and feel like you're getting there in these small steps. There's nothing worse than having a massive goal that just seems like you're looking up at the top of Mount Everest and not knowing how to put your foot on the first rock to climb. Rock by rock, Meter by meter, goal by goal, you can reach that. And you owe it to yourself to show up and do the work. It's not easy. I'm never going to say that any of these goals, big or small, are easy. Especially when you are in a difficult place mentally and 
you don't trust yourself to make even the smallest of decisions, but you can do it. You can do that for yourself or you can enlist some help from friends. The important bit, though, is accountability. Checking in on those goals. For example, this week I aimed to get a whole host of recording done. This recording is a little bit spur of the moment because I think it's really important. But I've been researching and looking at different angles for cults. So after I've recorded this, I'm going to record the first episode in what will probably be an occasional series of episodes into cults. I'm going to focus on getting ahead on work. Doesn't need to be by much. One extra episode recorded alleviates some of the pressure. I'm also going to take time for myself. I'm going to factor in an hour a day where I am being creative for myself, for my mental health, and to give me those small achievable goals that I can win, that don't seem insurmountable, that don't seem like I'm staring at Mount Everest. We all need to do that. And as part of that is having compassion for yourself for your situation. That's not forgiveness. I don't want anyone to think that compassion means forgiving or not learning. It's about looking at the whole situation. Review the whole of your last week. What happened? How did you react? How did you feel? What did you do about it? What could you change for next time that happens? What is it about last week that bothered you or made you happy? How do you avoid what bothered you or deal with what bothered you? And how do you replicate what made you happy? These are all learning experiences. Everything we experience, every conversation, every moment, we are learning and growing. And if we see life that way, It is easier to allow ourselves to grow and move past any regrets we may have. Move past anything that you wish could have changed or acted differently or... You see what I mean. It's easy to get caught caught up in, I should have done this, I regret doing that, I wish this thing had turned out differently. But that holds us back. That keeps us in the past and it keeps us repeating that mistake or repeating the memory in our minds and it becomes too big to avoid. It becomes a trigger, it becomes upsetting and it damages us mentally. It's time to take those lessons and move forward. Yes, that thing didn't go the way you wanted it to or you didn't react in the way you wanted. But what can you learn from that? 
how do you change that in the future? How do you let that go and give compassion to you or anyone else that was in that situation? Holding on to things only makes us bitter. It only drags down our mental health and it doesn't solve anything. We can't change the past. All we can do is reconcile it and say, I'm going to do things differently. We can't change someone else's behavior, but we can change the way we deal with someone else's behavior. And what we see is acceptable or not. We can change our boundaries. We can say, I am not accepting this as how our relationship works or how I deal with things. Boundaries are healthy. Boundaries are good for us. And they help us move forward, learn, evolve, and become better people. It's not selfish to set boundaries and shift the parameters of a relationship if that relationship is not working for both of you or all of you. It is really important to look at what is going to make you happy, what your passion is, how you can be creative and release all of those horrible chemicals, especially adrenaline, that do so much damage to us mentally and physically. How do we meditate that away? How do we use creativity to relax our minds and help us think clearly? How do we do that to get more sleep? How do we change things so we're eating better or regularly? How do we improve our living conditions, our mental health? How do we improve our situation? We all have those answers. And again, as a mental health mentor, I help people find their own answers. There's no one size fits all. It's about analyzing yourself, your goals, your dreams, your desires, and listening to your instinct, being cautious, maybe, but listen to your instinct. What is going to make you happy? What is going to be fulfilling? What is going to give you joy? Because if you're showing up for yourself, you can show up for others. You can't give what you don't have. And if you're constantly running on empty, you can't give anything to anyone else. You have to take a moment and realize that it's not selfish to look after yourself. I know from personal experience that it is really hard to keep going, to keep pushing through your own mental or physical health because other people need you to. It's fine to jump into action and help someone but you also have to factor in, schedule in just a little bit of time to check in with yourself and make sure that you can still do that. Or reach out to someone else for support when you are supporting someone else. Therapists get therapy. As part of their job, they talk to each other and they deal with their emotions surrounding their clients and what their clients are going through because 
you can't take all of that on and still care for yourself without help. If therapists do that, if medical professionals do that, then why shouldn't we? It makes sense. We have to show up for ourselves and we have to support ourselves through everything we're going through. That includes reaching out to someone that knows us, loves us, or reaching out to a professional. There is no shame in asking for therapy, talking to your doctor, getting help medically if you need it. There is no shame in looking after yourself. It doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you less than. It makes you more than. It makes you a better person. And I wish, I wish that I could get that through to people that I love. I know far too many people that aren't looking after themselves but are still showing up for other people and it's heartbreaking to see because I know where they're going to end up. I've been there. I have been burnt out to the point of exhaustion, of collapsing and I don't want to see anyone else go through that. It's hard to go through it yourself, it's even worse to watch someone you love go through that. It's terrifying, it's exhausting, and it damages our mental health in the long run. The most responsible thing any of us can do is have that check-in and make sure that we're looking after ourselves. Plain and simple. That leads to a far better quality of life for you and those around you means you're more productive at work with your family with your friends it means that you are happier more at peace and ready to do the hard work to make your life better losing our friend last week has devastated a whole community Many people have said, I don't know if I can carry on without this person. This person lifted me. This person helped me at the the worst moment in my life. This person gave me a job. This person just made me feel part of a group of friends. This person changed my life. Losing them has just devastated hundreds, literally hundreds of people. And I don't want to see that happen to anyone else, stranger or friend. Because everyone matters. Everyone has value. Everyone is unique and perfect just the way they are. Even if you feel broken, you matter. You have something that is worthwhile. You have people that love you. And looking after yourself and learning and growing is going to put those pieces back together. It's going to help heal the wounds of the past and help you move into a new phase. Our lives are changing all of the time. And if we're honest with ourselves, we have never been this person at this time experiencing these things. We're all winging it. 
none of us really have our stuff together. It's a big lie that our parents told us that somehow at a certain age you magically get it all together and know exactly what you're doing. We don't. No one does. It doesn't matter what it looks like from the outside. No one has their stuff together. So don't feel bad about not having your stuff together. It's about learning each and every day. On a Sunday, I do a check-in that is, what did I learn last week? And what can I do with those lessons moving into next week? And that's been really valuable to me because it shows me that I am willing to learn and grow and move forward. It's also helped me immensely with personal growth. It's made me a more compassionate person. It's made me better at my job. It's made me a better friend. And on a Monday, I do a check-in. How am I doing mentally? Where am I at? I literally have a conversation with myself, which may say seem a little bit wacky, but it works for me. How are you doing, Andy? Where are you at mentally? How can I help you feel better mentally? And what can we do this week to improve that? Checking in with yourself is so important. Just five minutes sat with your eyes closed, thinking it through can make a huge difference to your quality of life. Because if nothing else, you are listening to you. If you feel isolated or alone, or you feel that at the moment you can't talk to friends about how you're feeling, having a conversation in the third person, or as if you are two people, can really make a difference to how you feel. Because at least you are listening to you. You are making you a priority at the beginning of the week. Show up for yourself, please. Look after yourself. And if you need me, you can reach out to me. My email address and other links are in the description. I have a YouTube channel. I do a live YouTube um, video on Tuesdays called Talko Tuesdays where we talk about you and what matters to you. On a Friday we pick a topic and we discuss that and what we can learn from it and you can book a one-to-one mentoring session with me through the coffee link. If you need an outside person but you can't get into therapy or The waiting list is really long and you just need someone to help you through that waiting list. You can reach out to me. Because I have experience with this and it's experience that might be valuable to know, to share, to learn from. That's it for me for this week. I'm sorry that this has been a little bit rambly, but. Sometimes even I need to get it off my chest. And hopefully you've found it valuable and it's something that you can learn from. If you've had value out of this, hit the like button or leave a five-star review. 
Uh, Follow the podcast wherever you're listening. I appreciate you and I will speak to you next time.